Okay. Stop sharing. That's life or death of the Forgotten Ones album. Oh fuck! You motherfucker! There's always something, huh? It's all good. I know Jay could hear me, but I don't know if now I know they can. Yeah, I got you. What's going on? What's going on, my man? Yeah, hey. I love the new fucking switch up. I love the new emblem. I love the new idea. I kept my mouth zipped, bro. I didn't say nothing to nobody. Oh yeah, I know. I was only joking when I said that. Cause not no, no, because no, because it wouldn't be a surprise. I'm sure people. Uh, I I like it. I like it. I like the old the old one anyways. Oh, yeah. But I like the new one. I I think it's right. just constant elevation. You know what I mean? I just think it's elevating. This is going to get you well, to... Yeah, not just that, but I... No, go ahead. Yeah, we... we well, yeah, since so, so we're doing more than MMA, it only makes sense to really do that. So I agree. I definitely agree. It only makes sense, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. doing... A, and you're doing That's a great job, bro. You're doing a really good job, bro. Like, honestly. Honestly. Yeah, Hey, it. Hey, dude, uh, I really don't like doing this to Tyson Fury. It used to be the heavyweight right. champ of boxing was the best man on the planet. That was before MMA. That was way before MMA. Right. Yo, Marky Rizzo, way, what's up? Good to see you, Marky Rizzo. Yeah, good to see you, Marky. Yeah, what's up, man? What's on your mind? Yeah, so I'm just like, I heard Tyson Fury going on a rant, fucking giving fucking Joe Rogan a hard time because Rogan said he's the best man on the planet. John Jones, he is the best man on the fucking planet. You put him in right. a room with fucking, uh, with fucking uh, Tyson Fury... I don't give a fuck right. what Tyson Fury does. Three punch clown, it doesn't matter. One oblique kick and one head kick and one body kick. And once he gets his hands on you, you're all fucking done. I don't give a fuck what Fury yeah, says. One, 
Right, one one takedown, it's over. But here's the thing about Fury that compares him to John. Uh, John finally broke the you know the the four years of him not fighting, three four years of him not fighting. Fury, on the other hand, hasn't fought a meaningful fight um, since he had the series with Wilder because the Chisora fight was a nothing fight, and when that fight played out, everybody saw it was a nothing fight. That was a and, gift. And it was actually a gift. Right. It was a gift. And what's crazy is he technically has back-to-back, because remember, he knocked out Dillian White before that. Oh, yeah. In a fight where everybody, yeah, where everybody knew fucking Fury was going to win. So he has two gifts, two warm-up two warm fights. I mean, the only fight for him now has to be either Usyk or nobody, because nobody else really makes sense. Jay, you got to go watch uh, Teddy Atlas uh, on yesterday's podcast. He was going off with all the corruption. Mm-hmm. Like, I took that underdog last week oh, on the uh, fight, on the boxing guy, I took that underdog, and the guy was winning, and fucking uh, right. Roly, Roly, Roly got another gift, yeah. another gift after he got fucking, fucking starch face first into the fucking ropes, yeah. he was losing that fight at plus fucking right. 1600 I had like 20 bucks on that fight, I would have won fucking like three, four grand, five grand, and um, fucking... You know, all the refs, all the judges are all fucking drinking, eating together the night before the fights. Now, let me ask you something. Would that happen in Major League Baseball, NFL football, fucking uh, NHL basketball? I mean, uh, NHL hockey, NBA basketball? No, it would not happen. It would never happen. The Yankees... It wouldn't be that blatant. No, it wouldn't be blatant. Exactly. People wouldn't know about yeah. it like if that, it was happening. Yeah, because the, so so the thing about it was, um, I actually after the UFC card that we did last week, I had gone out and um, I. Did you have a good I, time? They had the fight. Yeah, they had good. the fight on some TVs, but um, they they had like a bunch of shit on TVs. So my phone is going off as soon as the fight ends, and I see the clip, and from what I understand. Not only was Roly knocked, like both guys knocked each other down, Roly was down on the cards. He was. Stop it. He was. And Tony Weeks, and by the way. He was a one week fucking, uh, he was a fucking throw in, too. Five day fucking notice. Yeah, he was a a throw in because the original guy filled a drug test. So, like, uh, that was surprising, but the thing that didn't surprise me was the fact that once I heard Tony Weeks was the referee, I said, okay, what did he do? What do you do now? Because Tony Weeks does this shit a lot, but... But he's let other fights go with fucking huge cuts, and he would still let them fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a Russian Russian boxer got fucked over, too, last week, too. A Russian fighter got fucked over, too. In Russia. Yeah, so, like, um... Yeah, and and, and in this case, though, this was, um... This was a case of Roly Romero was clearly who the WBA wanted to win. And I'll tell you why. They wanted to set up either a big fight with Ryan Garcia or set out one with Adrian Broner because that fight's on the table too and you know Broner and Roley two trash talkers that's like boxing is in a place where they're desperate so that fight was on the table too and they knew with the Roley loss all that momentum would have been gone nobody would have given a fuck uh, so they decided to basically protect the guy because both men well they're his fighter that's yeah they are that's exactly what it is you you hit it right on the mic they're protecting their asset and they can do that you know what i mean aram we gotta go client we gotta go clean some time pieces hey i might be 52 
But I feel like I'm fucking 32. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I'm not doing like oh, that. Boy. I'm not doing the end of my workouts to uh, impress nobody. Because it's the same workouts over and over, the end of my workouts. It's just, uh, right. just to motivate people. I've gotten so many emails, thank me, thank you for motivating me. You know, I was re really bad way, fucking depression, all this shit. I go, yeah, it's real, you know, because I went up to 325 plus pounds because of depression. Well, mostly because of the pills I was sniffing and fucking the pain meds I was prescribed and sniffing and eating everything I fucking wanted. But, uh, yeah, it's just uh, depression's definitely real. When you're fucking 325 pounds and you used to be an athletic-looking guy, not too athletic, athletic looking, as you can see in old pictures and shit. You know, even in the videos, you know, you can you can just see it. I'm like a big well, fat slob. Yeah, and just, well, yeah, and just just talking about the fight, going absolutely. Back to the fight, uh, it wasn't really too much of a surprise that Tony Beak's fight ended that way. It was just a surprise that uh, they ended it in terms of the timing because it wasn't like a stoppage, like a clear stoppage situation. It was, you know, they were still fighting each other, so. That's probably the only thing that was probably interesting about it because usually with those stoppages, they're a little more strategic with it. They kind of wait till the other guy looks like he's hurt. Exactly. There was no uh, strategy yeah, in this one. There was no strategy. Yeah, there wasn't any strategy. It was no, so, so blatant. It was so blatant. Right. And and the thing about uh, thing about boxing for this week is that uh, Haney Lomachenko pretty much is not only a, a big fight for the Undisputed Lake, lightweight title but it's one where uh it pretty much has to in other words that this card kind of has to help remove the stain of last week a little bit because last week is obviously it just it just it just like re-invited a lot of the things people said about boxing over the years which is true and when you have situations like that there's always uh, been corruption there's always been corruption in boxing like oh, yeah. that goes way way back and it's not a surprise to me but like you said there's a strategy to it and this there was no strategy. It was just like, it was uh, yeah, his, his it's just so blatant. Right, his, so blatant. Tony Weeks' instructions, right, were to make sure that Roley didn't get knocked out. Exactly. Well, if he got knocked out, it was out of his hands. But at least if he had a chance to stop it or if he had a chance to at least preserve him in some way, then that's what he was going to do. And he did it, but yeah, his timing was terrible. He should have at least waited until, like... He eats like a combo or something, excuse me. And then, oh, it's all right, bro. Uh, you know that, yeah. Then, then you jump in and stop it. You know what I mean? At that point, you can somewhat justify it because you can say, okay, the other guy was getting hit, and the ref had to save him. In this case, we're talking both guys exchanging. Roley was even off balance at one point when they stopped it. He was, and so was Ishmael. But Ishmael was ducking punches instead of getting hit, whereas Roley was getting hit. So, very bad on the stoppage. I feel like with this card, though, this weekend. Uh, I feel like we're going to be in for really a treat. I agree. The main event, because the thing, thing about the main event is 140 in lightweight is starting to become the division now because, you know, you're going to have guys, you're, you already have Roley who has the belt undeservedly, but you have guys like Ryan Garcia is going to be there. Crawford Spence, Stevenson, Shakur Stevenson, Haney and he, Loma. Adrian, Adrian Broner now Broner? with Don King's at 140. Yeah, and, and Broner and it's funny, bro, Broner and Romero is a trash talkers delight type of type of fight, like a fan oh, yeah. fight. Oh uh, yeah. that that would be one that I think Roley would probably explore after he loses to Garcia, because Ryan Garcia is gonna take that belt from him first. 
and then Roley and Broner are probably going to fight out, you know, for whoever's next. Because Broner has to get past some dude named Hutchinson that uh, that that Don King set up for him. I think that was supposed to just kind of help him get back. Yeah, and uh, Broner's so got a lot of talent. If he's if he's uh, dialed in and and uh, what's it called? Uh, if he's uh, disciplined, he's a really good fighter. People forget how really good he is. You know what I mean? He's really good. And you know. And that's the thing, man. If he can get his head right, and yeah. he can just focus on the training. Yep. And, and the big thing for him is he had the Tyron Woodley problem where he would not let his hands go for a little bit because Broner had about like three, four fights in a row. That's He's right. standing there, open guard. You know, footwork is there, but the punches and the volume are not there like when he was at 130, you know? And. Uh, he has to get back to that. That's the only way he's really going to be successful because he was at his most successful when the hands were, when he let the hands go. When he let, yeah. So they're frozen and ain't going to do a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when you're gun shy and you're just waiting and waiting and waiting, um, it's not too good. And uh, it's... Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with this that. This first fight. Yeah, I was going to show you this. So, yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know if you knew about uh, this fight, uh, the WBO World Super... Uh, I thought uh, Maloney I fought yeah, last week. I, I thought Maloney fought last week on that on the last card. No, his that, brother is this his brother or a, be, a totally different Maloney? I, I I I think this is it's either a it's either family. I think it's a family member. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, because I checked yeah, the last fight. Right. It wasn't. It was like six months ago. I'm like, it can't be him. Now what's fucked up is this Maloney brother right here. He's gotta have his hands full because John uh, Thaw is no joke. Yeah, I've seen I've seen highlights of him. He's legitimate as he gets. Tapology actually got it right when it came to the pick. I'm surprised. Because uh, I didn't think I didn't think Tap really knew about him like that, but yeah, Jun Tao is a is a is a fucking hitter at flyweight. So I, and it's funny because this is one of the fights I'm looking forward to on the this is on the Haney card too, right? Yeah, this is yep. Yeah, yeah, this yep. One, okay, yeah, yeah. This is one I, I heard about that I want. There's to th- there's three of them that I that I picked out of the Haney card because uh, like this right. one right here, Oscar Valdez versus Lopez, yes, uh, second fight. And you know what, Val- Valdez is an animal. Valdez, man. When he had that, yeah, he's an animal. That knockout he had with that one dude, not um, not when he fought Stevenson, but the guy before think, that. Um, I can't think of his name. Yeah, it's at the it tip was, of my it tongue. Was a fire fight. Yeah, it was. He ran into the knockout in like the final round. That was a fire fight right mm-hmm. there. And uh, I'll tell you what though, Valdez. I knew going into the fight with Stevenson, Valdez, you know, one more man, but. In a matchup like this, I love it. He's running it back with Lopez. Him and Lopez had an interesting fight the first time. And uh, this is actually another one on the card I want to see. I want to see Jun Tao, and I actually want to see Valdez. So you picked out the fights I wanted to see. I'm yeah, to these are... You, know, you already knew. I yeah, absolutely, like brother. And you know what? Uh, and, uh, and, 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 go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Keep, keep, keep going. No, that's that's one of the reasons I wanted to uh, actually name Rush Hour the Fight Club was because when I see fights like this... Like, it's an example that, you know, MMA is giving us a lot of very good matchups, but outside of MMA, there are a lot of good gem fights that not a lot of people know about. And Damn I straight. Think, uh, just the undercard alone has two of them. So I'm going to go, I'm going with Jun Thao and I'm going with Valdez in the undercard fights. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm thinking Valdez maybe could get a stop. Actually, Jun Tao probably get a stop. I'm get, I got both of those, too. I, I, I get the same exact picks you got. Yep, same I exact guys. Both of them by stoppage. Yeah, yeah stoppage? You think, you think TKO? Actually, funny. I think so. I think I think we're looking at TKO for Jun Tao. 
Oscar, I think, can land a big shot. Yeah, I got him in round uh, six. No, round eight. I got a round eight stoppage with Valdez. Six. Yeah, I got Valdez yeah, a round stoppage. You know what? I'm, uh, all right, I'm with you on that round eight. I was thinking myself, round six, round eight. But yeah, round eight sounds good. I'll go with that. In between six uh, and eight. I, I would say in round. between six and eight. I think uh, yeah. six is a good pick, too. I think that's a good pick, too. Mm -hmm. I think so. I think so, too. And I'll tell you what, man, the main event's going to be fucking sick because oh, yeah. even though these two on paper, they like to have, you know, that, that chess match, they like to have that skill versus skill, you know, I think it's going to be a little different. And let me tell you why, bro, the build, the, it's, it's the buildup that surprisingly got to me. I thought the buildup would have a lot more respect to it and they try to be, you know, a little more civil and... and Professional, but well, Lomachenko's been professional. It's it's Haney. I'm yes, shocked because Haney usually yes. don't talk no, shit. Absolutely, yes, 100. And you know what? I'm I'm shocked by this too because that, like that. that was four years ago, Jay. That was four years ago. Haney's father asked Loma's father for a fight or Loma's trainer, and he goes, "He's right. he he's not an accomplished champion yet. Come see me in right. four years when he wins a couple belts or whatever a belt." And then, then we'll right. uh, fit him in. Right. Now it's going down. Plus, he already disrespected Lomachenko. With oh, whole, yeah. He went, whole, he went whole Bernard Hopkins on the guy. Yeah. You know, never let a white guy knock me out. Mm -hmm. Anthony Durrell said the same to Caleb Plant. Just like the guy, just like the Englishman said to uh, Hagler, I'll never let a black man beat me. And, and fucking Hagler gave him a box in less than two fucking rounds. Exactly. Couldn't even get his belt in the ring. Couldn't even get his belt in the ring. They were throwing beers on him. That's fucking horrible, exactly. man. That's horrible. Exactly, man. Like, and that that's the worst thing a fighter can do is curse themselves like that, say they'll never get knocked out by somebody with a certain way, because it never works. Uh, and in this case... It don't matter the color of your skin, people. It really fucking don't. Yeah. It's all up here, and it's all fucking in here. You're fucking hot, and you're fucking IQ. Racist douches will never fucking uh, survive, people. Right, and between, you know, Haney, Haney's uncharacteristic attitude and between the fact that, you know, when you fight Lomachenko, you're not fighting anybody like Lomachenko because, see, Haney can school all these guys like a Cambosos, like, you know, like some of these other dudes. Well, they rush him with their punches. They're not, as, they're not elite like uh, Lomachenko yes. is. He's elite. Elite. They were, right. They were hunting down with the punches where Devin clinches them, he boxes them at range, and he just embarrasses them. And Lomachenko has a habit of breaking fighters who have high skill, like a Rigondeau. That was one of the, like, he made the guy quit on the stool because of that. You know what I mean? And Rigondeau was schooling everybody up until that point. He so, made a lot of people you know quit. I mean? when, when it, yes, and that's the thing about Lomachenko. You think you're smarter than him, but then when he shows he's smarter than you, it breaks a lot of people. And he can be a guy like to be a guy who's broken in that category. And considering the pressure he's putting on himself, in the way that he's not acting like Devin Haney normally acts during fight week, because this is not a normal Devin Haney fight week. Normally he's a little more professional, cool, calm, and collective. Slow. It's a lot of pressure. Yep. Yep. And that's why I took a, that's why I took him versus uh, in Australia because of his mental. His mental was so good. He says, "I'll go fight you in your own country and I'll prove to you." And I knew right. Haney was going to win that yeah, fight. Like, not that Kim Bosis is bad. He's just yeah, a brawler. He's not an elite right. boxer. He's I mean, he won all the belts. I mean, he's a good boxer. And he showed him and he showed him in right, and he showed him in two straight fights. 
two straight fights with George. True. Yep. That you know he was just the he was just the better guy. And you know what? And and I was there with you. I picked Haney both times yep. because the skills were just unmatched. Now a guy like Lomachenko, he's not going to rush. He's not gonna do all this stuff. He's a computer as well. He's like he's like Usyk. You know, he's like Glazdov. He's like a lot of these Ukrainian boxers that have this high-level skill. They like to download their opponent's information. And they like to download their data, yep, and they like to see, you know, their, their um, what they like to do. Like, you go watch them on film and see their tendencies, but they're not going to come in there knowing you're studying them, and Loma studies everybody. But you know who we're forgetting here, brother? Is the Japanese monster who's coming over next month or the month after the fight. I can't wait for him to come That's and fight. Uh, he will be part of that fucking when, mix. When, he will be part of that mix. Well, uh, so, you know what? It's funny. I'll, I'll talk more about it, but let me know when the date of uh, Fulton and Inouye is, by the way. Let me know when that date is. I think it's uh, uh, in June. I'm pretty sure. Actually, actually, I'll look it up right now. Hold on. Inouye versus Fulton. Let's see. It is July 25th. July. Okay. It was it so it was it was actually originally scheduled I think for either this month or next month. I thought it was May too. I thought it was May or June too. Yeah, I think the original date was May and they had to push it back a little bit. But yeah, July that's going to be a big one. And you know what? Uh, that's going to be a very important fight actually. And wow. What what I'm wondering about this fight right here, uh, with Haney and Lomachenko, this is the biggest question mark I have. Are we looking at the next challenger for Tank, or are we looking at the next challenger for uh, for Stevens? Because Stevenson has been sitting on the side after he beat that, that Japanese guy. He's been chilling, you know. He chilled through the through the Davis Garcia fight. Uh, he doesn't really have an opponent lined up that I can understand. So it's like, is is it going to be is the winner here going to fight Tank? Are they looking at Stevenson or are they looking at maybe like some sort of a mandatory option? Well, Tanks Tanks had two uh, fights this year, two versus two Garcias, be two Garcias this year in 2023 already. Um, I would like to see Tank fight Shakur Stevenson. I think that's the perfect matchup. I agree, but. The winner of this fight, the winner of this fight in Inoue, I mean, you got those guys, too, and I believe Crawford uh, Spence, the winner of that should beat, uh, and I believe, and it's not that I don't like Spence, I, I like Spence a lot, I just think Crawford is the right. best in that, the cream of the crop in that fucking, uh, you know, that underneath, you know, I don't know, that, that weight division, I just think he's, I, I think he's elite, and uh, he downloads data better than anybody. Uh, but Spence is no pushover either. So Styles make fights, and we'll see. You know what I mean? We'll see. We'll see who's the best. And here's the good thing. They're all going to end up fighting each other, and that's what we all wanted because they're all going to make money, and we'll find out who the fucking best is. And meanwhile, all egos aside, everyone's making money. So no one's dying broke like that man up there, Ali. No one's... You know, you know what I mean? No one's like, you know, all these fighters fucking die broken shit. It is fucking bullshit. Not these uh, fighters of this day. It is, man. Um, it's just uh, these right. guys should all be fighting each other, making 20, 30 million a piece, or whatever the fucking case be the split is. It doesn't matter. They're getting fucking multi-million dollars to fight each fight, and it's like once a year. Well, this year, look at Tank Davis. He's like, I want to be busy all year, so... I, I would like to see Tank fight Shakur Stevenson, and I would like to see um, 
Spence Crawford, that's going to happen. Uh, obviously, that's going to happen. Uh, we just... Uh, has, has that... They signed the contract for that yet? I think it's uh, pretty close to uh, being done. Anyways. Yeah, I, that's what, yeah, I was about to say they're close to signing that. And then we got the winner of this, these two, and we got the winner of Inoue and uh, the other dude there. So... Right there, right there with all those winners, whoever wins those fights, you can make fucking four fucking epic fights right there. And then you can make two more epic fights, and all the losers can fight all the losers of the other fights. You know what I mean? It's all elite fights. It's all going to be elite fights. Roley? I agree. Roley, I don't think, is going to be an elite fighter. I don't think he's an elite fighter. I really don't. He's, he's, he's an elite not, shit talker. You know, you know what this is? You know, you know, what, you know what Roley is? Roley is the new Adrian Broner. He's going to be the trash talker in the division that's going to stir the pot. And if you noticed, Adrian Broner was only good when he stayed in the 30s. When he got to like 47, tried to fight the Maidanas. When it came to that division, Broner was just the guy to talk trash and then get everybody paid and get them attention. That's what Roley's going to be, especially when he fights Ryan Garcia next. Because trust me, Garcia... He's moving up to 140, and he's immediately going to get a title shot, and that WBA belt will be his. So, it's it's interesting though. If like uh, I believe Broner, hold on. It's funny because I I have the Broner fight date in front of me. At least I thought. Actually, no, I still got it. I just got to scroll through here. One thing about Broner, he can sell uh, a fight. Oh, I got it. I got it. It is on. Oh, June 9th. Okay. June so 9th. Coming up. That's like. Yeah, so Broner is fighting some dude named Hutchinson, uh, June 9th, and I believe that he is. That is a good fight for him. That's a good fight for him. No, not next week, but the week after. Week after, after. right? And you know, yeah. So for for Roley, if he's if Ryan Garcia is not chosen, it'll be Broner because if you think about it, boxing is desperate for like a fan friendly fight with a lot of trash talk and a lot of attention, and those two will get a lot of it. Broner, of course, will be kind of the the, the former trash talker, whereas Roley is kind of the new age guy. It'll be a battle of the clowns, and what's and what's even funnier is that Don King will be involved in the promotion. So That's incredible. Look, That's you know incredible. Boxing, you, you know, boxing is in a wild spot when they need Don King in in 2023. To, to <laughs> very very true. I will say though, I will I will say though, I I like. I like him and Broner as a duo. I wish Broner I was with him from the beginning. No, I agree. I definitely I agree with that, that. Because they're, they're both... Yeah. They're both reptilians. They're both reptilians. I mean, Don King's right, a reptilian. Exactly. Both, both reptilians. <laughs> hey, look, as soon as, as soon as Broner left Floyd Mayweather, like, the money team was good, but once he left the money team, he should have went right over to Don King be like, yo, Don, I need some help. Because Al Heyman wasn't going to do nothing for him. Al Heyman already knew... He like, oh, if Floyd don't want you, I don't want you. But Don King like, oh, shit, come on over here. Yeah, You know, Don, Don King will make sugar to shit. will turn anybody from sugar to shit, man. He, he takes on anybody these days. He no. was the guy that managed, I think it was Arthur Spilka when he fought Wilder. He got he got him the Wilder fight. But this is what was funny. This is what was funny. And Don King actually told a story. He said he had his flight booked literally two hours after the Spilka fight. And they said that Don King didn't even stay in the arena. As soon as Spilka entered the ring, Don King left. I heard that. I didn't know how true that was. Yeah, I, I heard that, too. I heard that, too. No, that, that's, a, that's, that's a... And let me tell you why that's a Don King move. 
Don King said, look, I just want the big payday for you fighting one of the big three. You don't have to win. I just need you to show up in the ring. Yeah, I just want, I, yeah you show up to the ring. I get my piece. I get my cut. Right. I get my cut. Yeah. And Don, and Don King's like, look, I'm going to walk you to the ring. But when the when the bell sounds, I'm going to duck out the arena. And I'm going to get on the plane, fly out of there. Bro, and look, he was in the air. When Snoka was knocked out, the plane oh, had already God, that's a fucking riot! Oh my God, that's so fucking and funny. Got, and, and Don King got all that money. And look, he and here's what's funny, bro. He did the same thing to Daniel Dubois. Remember after Dubois that's got right. beat up by Joe Joyce? That's right. He did the same thing to Dubois. He had Dubois over in that hotel conference room in Miami, bro. It, it and look. Main event attendance, I think it had to be like, uh, like literally a thousand people, bro, in like, <laughs> like a fucking conference room. And the best part is, there's a still shot of Don King leaving right as the national anthems are playing. He's like, okay, only in America, the land of opportunity. And what's funny is Daniel Dubois was gonna win the fight, but Don King's like, I, I already know you're gonna win. I just need you to get that. And that, then he didn't even pay Dubois for that shit. He, he had to get Frank Warren to uh, get his money for him. But that's right. That, that's Don, right? That the thing with Don though is, the only time he's gonna start to ditch Broner is if like, okay, this this is what Don is gonna do. He did the same thing with Ali. He did it with Foreman. Did it with Tyson. He's going to sit back and observe, right? And he, and as long as you look good, as long as you look like you're in control, Don's going to be there. As soon as it starts to look bad. He'll start sending, he'll start sending escorts and fucking cocaine and all kinds of shit to you. And bet against right, you. Exactly. And then, <laughs> and bet then against it's you. only when the losses pile up when all of a sudden the fighter's going to look over the shoulder for Don and he's not going to be there no more. Gone like and the wind. <laughs> And all it takes is just one shady performance for Don to say, okay, I think we got enough violence. Oh, my God. That's a and, fucking and that, riot. That's, that, that's what he's going to do with Broner. And, like, look, even the poster, man, even the poster tells you everything you need to know. Hold on. I got the poster right here. I'll put it up on the screen. Let me uh, on over here. But th this tells you everything, man. Don King still got that same mentality from back in the day. Like, look, like that looks like a poster you'll see. Oh, yeah. Like, see that? That looks... It looks like something out of nineteen ninety-five. And you got you got the middle uh, and like you got the middle in between them both with the king, with the Don, the Don King emblem, with the uh, you know, with his uh, yeah. his logo, yeah, you know what I mean? Which is epic. It's epic. Bro. Yeah, it's epic. It's epic. Uh, it's, it's so it, it's funny. There there's a realistic chance that Don King could be managing another world champion and Adrian Broner. Broner's the best in the stable because everybody else Broner can everybody fight. Everybody else in the stable is like Broner can fight. It's basically like people that get knocked Yeah, it's people that get knocked out by the good fighters. They get knocked out by the Furies, the Wilders, the AJs, you know what I mean? Yep. Like that's all he I think the other good fighter he had actually no he's not working with Dubois no more. Dubois left him after he didn't pay him in Miami but Yeah. Uh yeah, Broner's just about it. You know what I mean? And technically, Don King gets credit for Dubois, though, because Dubois won the WBA heavyweight title in Miami in that fight. So Don King technically got credit for that. That is true. But, that is true. So it, I, I'll tell you what, man, 135, 140 is going to be a lot of fun, especially since uh, you know, we're still waiting on Crawford and Spence to be made. I'm still waiting on one of the Charlo brothers to fight Canelo. You know oh, yeah, we got the Charlo brothers, I, I too. Canelo, 
We got the Chalo brothers too. I forgot yeah, about the Chalo brothers. I want to see them fight Canelo. I want to see Benavidez and Canelo. Look, that's what the fight should have been on Cinco de Mayo weekend, not John Ryder. Bro. I agree. John Ryder didn't do shit. Yeah, John Ryder didn't do shit. He was just a blood sacrifice for all the Mexican people there. You know what I'm saying? A true Mexican bloodbath would have been Benavidez Canelo. You know, the next generation trying to dethrone the current Mexican king. You know what I mean? That that that's that should have been the number one fight right there to make. I agree. Uh, but that's what's just and and here's what sucks, man. There's real talk about Canelo fighting Bivol again, and I don't want that because he's punching too high up in the weight. Yeah, and going up and down the weights ain't really good for you either. It's not good for you. Roy Jones Jr. is a perfect example. Perfect example. And one thing that really sucks, and one thing that sucks, sucks about judging in boxing, and I think Al Bernstein actually uh, talked about it earlier this week, a lot of judges neglect body shots. The only time body shots are really counted is when they count them in volume and shit, but they don't count them in terms of significant, like, significant punches. And they're, they're more the significant than that. fucking headshots and, and jabs and fucking yes. straight rights. They're more and significant. The, and, the, and the only time they count them as significant is if it results in a knockdown. And I think it's bullshit because... It is bullshit. Canelo is going to be in a fight where Canelo and Bivol, like, if they fight again and Canelo once again attacks the body, he's going to be robbed on a lot of those shots. I, I really, I really think Loma. That's the that's the way he wins this fight. Is getting inside and hitting that fucking liver, and yeah, it, it's gonna true. take it's gonna take some. That's why I have round eleven KO TKO stoppage Lomachenko. I, I've been leaning Haney uh, since the beginning, but now that I see all this shit talking and Loma's mad, and he usually doesn't get mad. Yeah. And plus, after after the talk we had last week, you were like, you know what? That's interesting because I brought it up that Loma, that he's never fought nobody like Loma. And now that everything's unraveled and tomorrow's going to be weighing day, and you know this, you know the face-off is going to be intense between those two because they do not like each other. I, I like that there's bad blood to this because there were people, by the way, that were saying, oh, this is going to be boring. It's going to be a chess match. I said, no. Who the fuck, who the fuck says a uh, 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 elite boxing match because it's a chess match because it's not all right. fucking, fucking headshots and fucking, uh, fucking Hail Mary fucking punches. It's a sweet science of boxing. And if you fucking uh, can't enjoy 11, 12 rounds of fucking elite boxing or 8, 10, 11 rounds, oh, yes. then you, you, there's something wrong with you. Like, you don't like fucking you know, uh, you know, elite fighting. You know you know what it is, bro? It's a lot of these new boxing fans that are fucked up by KSI. Did you see KSI elbow that? That elbow. Do you, I don't think that was, I don't think that was uh, intentional, but... I mean, it right. could be. It, it, it could it, be. It definitely, it definitely wasn't intelligent. It, it, um, I'm sorry, uh, intentional, like you said. It yeah. Was accidental. It's but it's the way people throw sequence. punches differently, and and sometimes you can overextend. He tried. He tried to. You yeah, know, he whatever. Tried to, and, and that's and and like and like you always talk about. That's what happens when an amateur tries to throw like a pro. He tried to throw the fucking short punches, the short hooks that he's seen so many times from elite boxers. Yeah. But what KSI learned is he ain't lead enough to throw that. If he throws that shit, it's gonna be like an elbow. It's like Rolly. It's like Rolly with Tank. It's like Rolly with Tank. He overextended and he fucking went face first into the fucking uh into the ropes with that fucking kind of left. Boom, just like, slip to the left, boom. And by the way, 
And by the way, I hope that KSI guy fights Tommy Fury because, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, we, we need Tommy Fury to expose these YouTube clowns, bro. He already got rid of Jake. You know, I don't mind KSI compared to uh, Jake and, uh, honestly, I don't mind him compared to those other guys, though. Because he can no, actually fight. You know what? He can actually fight. Uh, that's true. That's true. The only reason why I, I wanted to happen is... I don't know who he is, Jay. Who is he? Who is he, KSI? Is he just a YouTuber, or was he a fighter prior? Was he a sports? He's, he's, a, he's one of these kids that got famous on YouTube for playing the FIFA soccer games. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But he, he can fight. But he can he's, fight. He's, he's, he can fight. Yeah, he's like one of those, like, I, I don't know if he's from the UK or from Nigeria, but he's one of those foreign kids that got popular from playing FIFA. He can fight, but the thing is, he can only fight other influencers. He yeah. He's one of those people that said, oh, I can fight a real boxer. And I'm like, no, the fuck, you cannot. No, Tommy Fury. He's on the Jake Paul. Yeah, Tommy Fury's yeah, not even elite. Know. He's not even elite boxer. I know. I knew he was gonna beat uh, Jake Jake Paul because he spars with Tyson Fury twelve rounds. Like, if you can spar yes, with fucking Tyson exactly. Fury twelve rounds, uh, blood or no blood, whatever, right? You're still gonna try to knock your and fucking plus, brother and, down. And plus, a lot of people. Right, and plus, a lot of people were fucking. They they were falling for the Jake Paul hype train. You know what I mean? A lot of people were like. Oh my God! This guy could actually fight, but it's like he's he's knocking out people that aren't fighters. Well, he has the, the fundamentals too. He he has boxing fundamentals. Yes. You've seen that, right? That's that's just fundamentals. Right. Now, it's fundamentals, right? And now that and now that he was in there with a real fighter, we now know he can't fight for real. And I knew he couldn't fight for real when Eddie. Remember when he was arguing with Eddie Hearn and um. Eddie Hearn, he goes, I'll fight any guy you have, Eddie Hearn, with 10 amateur fights under. He goes, well, I got a guy with two. He goes, uh, I got a cruiserweight uh, that won a gold uh, medal and has two amateur fights. That's it. So that's three amateur fights there for you. And complete right. different subject. Didn't answer Eddie Hearn. Right there, I knew he was ducking real fighters. Right there, I knew it. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, he's picking fucking, uh, he's picking uh, uh, retired fucking mixed martial arts that never were good with their hands, except for Anderson Silva. Right. I would say that was, uh, I would say um, anyone that fucking practices boxing every day, you're going to get a little bit better. He put Anderson Silva on one knee. I just think Anderson Silva, the time and, like, age does come into effect when you when you've taken that many shots and... Anderson Silva, in his prime, would have never lost to Jake Paul with his hands. Never, never. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it would have ever happened. If he was in his thirties or, you know, late twenties or mid thirties, it would have never happened. He would. He would. Uh, he would have made Jake Paul look silly. I agree. I'm. I'm happy though that uh, that he fucking lost. Oh and, yeah. And, and, and you know what fights. Fights like this taking center stage of what boxing needs because, bro, boxing had a bad weekend last weekend. But yes, uh, the fights like this are going to help save it. The only other and, and here's another thing: uh, after this, the only other big fight made right now is Fulton and Inoue. We need like because when you think about big boxing fights on the schedule, you know none of the big names are booked up right now because. Uh, and, and, and especially with the heavyweights. Now, the Saudis are trying to get that 
you know, that fucking tournament thing in December where they want Wilder, Joshua, Usyk, Fury. Again, I'm skeptical until until they get all four of them motherfuckers to sign. Because if they get them all on one big card, that's going to save boxing for at least the next year. Yeah, but I don't think... I. Well, well, we, we both know Fury and... Um... And Wilder saved heavyweight boxing. Those three fights saved heavyweight boxing out of nowhere. And they were very exciting fights. They were very exciting fights. And uh, I just think uh, uh, Deontay Wilder called out the wrong motherfucker. Like, that was his worst mistake. But at the same time, he was challenging himself. And uh, I I like Wilder. I've always respected Wilder. I just don't like the excuses. I said it on a video when I first started doing this shit. I said, you know, Wilder, you're the only fighter that fought 10 or less amateur fights and won a fucking medal in the Olympics. I mean, that's pretty impressive. I don't care. And he can't even fight. He can't even fight moving backwards. And that's what Tyson Fury figured out in the 12th round when he got knocked down and his eyes opened up and he got up and then he just, he won the rest of the round. That's why it was a draw. That's why, you know, people thought Fury should have won. No, I don't think Fury should have won because he got knocked down two or three times in that first fight or two times or whatever it was. But Fury got up because his mental is so strong. You know what I mean? So well not, well, not just that, but he outboxed Wilder. He did ox, yeah, he, he he did. Yeah, and it, and, it, and it was good enough to where it just canceled out those two knockdowns, which is crazy, but in that situation, it made sense. And did you, you hear them after that fight? I love you, I love you too, I love you too. And then the second fight, there's no love. The third fight, right. no love. I don't respect you. Wilder's like, I don't respect you. But I actually think... Uh, I don't think Tyson Fury or Usyk would do a tournament like that because they're giving up their belts. You yeah. know what I mean? I think they need to That's fight true. each other. Yes. They need to fight each other. And Francis and Wilder, the two biggest right hands in the business in MMA and uh, boxing, that would be right. intriguing. Or Francis versus AJ because yeah. I think Francis would have a chance. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that. Um... AJ actually put out a statement today, and, and, and you and I were talking about that would be a big fight for him. He turned down Francis today. Wow. And, and Francis mentioned, yeah, and Francis responded how he was scared. So the only one that seems like it's on the table is either Fury or Wilder. I think Wilder would be, like you said, the better fight just because it's two punches. But it says a lot that Anthony Joshua backed down from it. It's like, bro, wow. not only do you need a win, Wow. Not only do you need a win that's going to get people talking because, no, listen, he beat Franklin, but nobody's talking about that. Everybody's like, nope. oh, the, the, the story wasn't AJ beat Franklin. The story was you allowed that motherfucker to go 12 rounds with you, and he's not on the same level as you. Nope. AJ needs a big knockout. He needs it against a statement making opponent. And that would be the statement right there. The knockout, the fucking heaviest hitter in fucking MMA history. I mean, that guy, when he hit fucking Overeem, when Overeem's back of his head hit the back of his fucking uh, back, the back of his neck, I thought his fucking head was going to come off his shoulder. And I like Overeem. I don't care. I know a lot of people like Overeem like I do. I like his old school shit. Uh, I thought he was dead. I thought he was fucking dead. And what he did to Stipe... What he did to Stipe after losing to Stipe, he actually, you know, he has that mindset, like, I'm going to get better at everything I do. And uh, I was listening to his uh, head coach talk yesterday, and they've been training uh, they've been training this whole time. 
I guess uh, they said they, they would have been re ready to fight John Jones in uh, July or August latest. Like, right now, if they can make a fight with them too, uh, he said it, it would be like uh, 8 to fucking 12 weeks tops because he's been training. But even he said, even Eric, what's his, what's his name, Eric Nickerson or Nickerson? He's a really good, 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 good. Good, 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 really good coach and really good trainer. Yeah, but really even he said, he, he said, uh, you know, I, you know, we can work with him with striking, but Francis hits really hard. I go, well, Francis, what Francis needs to learn about boxing is, listen, it's not one punch, one punch knockouts. You're throwing threes, fours, slipping, slipping, sixes and eights. That's what you got to learn. Elbows in, hands up. Like, you got to protect yourself at all times. It's not walking in there like this. But there are certain things that good strikers in MMA can do with um, yes. with boxes. That boxes, like, boxing's a little bit different, the stances. Because you're, you're trying to stand sideways almost, but on balance, you're less of a target when you're standing sideways. Like, Mike Tyson would come out like this. Absolutely. Like this. And, like, with his fucking legs going like this when he'd come out, you know, for the first round. And he would like, right. you know, not not sideways. If you watch Sugar Ray Robinson, if you watch like guys back in those days, like Joe Lewis and uh, uh, not so Rocky Marciano, he was more like a brawler. But Jersey Walcott, yeah, yeah. Jersey Walcott, who took, okay, yeah, who took, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jersey Walcott was a a legit fucking boxer. He he said fucking Marciano wouldn't let last fucking uh three rounds with him. He said I'm gonna give him a boxing lesson. And then he found out the hard way because Walcott was actually winning that fucking fight to the fucking 11th round or whatever the fuck it was. And then he hit him with that fake, the fake left fucking, uh, the fake left uh, jab and that fucking the Susie cool over here, which basically was the over and right with kind of like a right. little hook on it, kind of. And uh, that, that punch knocked out almost everybody ever hit with it. You know what I mean? Right, people? Yeah, have, hey, yeah. not because he's white. It's Rocky Marciano had the shortest... Shortest, um, right. the shortest fucking uh, reach in boxing in heavyweight history, 49 and 0. Now, you gonna say that about so Wilder? I, you gonna say that about how about people are talking about fucking real quick? People are talking about Canelo is the best Mexican fighter ever. Hold on, people, slow your fucking roll. 89 and 0, Chavez Senior. And I'm not even gonna go back yeah, into sorry. prior to Chavez Senior, Chavez Senior. 89 and oh, before he lost oh, to Oscar right. De La Hoya in his prime. I mean, Oscar exactly. De La Hoya was in his prime. Uh, Chavez Senior was at the end of his fucking career. It was his last yeah, big money fight, you know? Rose. Yeah, it was his yeah, big, it was right, last big right. money fight. Hey, who was that? Who was the fight that used to smoke the cigarettes? Uh, and uh, he fought De La Hoya, dude. That dude. That dude always amazed me, man. That dude always amazed me. Cause, yeah, he was one of my. Yeah, he was one of my favorites. Dude, I love that dude. And uh, and Prince Nassim, another fucking really unorthodox fighter. But man, it's almost like that yeah, guy from um, like England, like the guy from the, the kid's son from England, uh, Eubanks. The way he used to come out there fighting like this, but he fucking he would he would stand like this, like he didn't know what the fuck he was doing, but he knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. He would throw fucking punches oh, from different angles, and he'd always get it done. It was fucking, and same with uh, Prince Nassim. 
uh, Hamed, right? That, that that was his name, right? He yeah, he was yeah, the first one to come out in a fucking. Uh, I think Tyson Fury took the throne thing from uh, Prince Nassim because I think he was the only one to do that. I think by he was the, the way, first good, one. Good to see you. Good, by the way, good to see you, Pulse. Uh, we haven't oh. talked 291 yet. But, Pulse, what's uh, happening, brother? Yeah, we haven't talked 291 yet. Mainly talking Haney Lomachenko, but yeah, that card is going to be... Uh, is, yeah, we got some savage fights coming up. We got some savage fights coming up. Absolutely. Who do you like? Uh, who do you like in the uh, on the fight night? Do you do you think um, do you think Angela Hill can make a run at a title because she's fought more women than anyone else in this fucking? Um, I think she holds a record for fights. I don't know about is, fights. Uh, I forget what it is. There, she holds there, a record. There, well, there's one problem with Angela. Uh, Pillow hands. Always Pillow made hands. Me like hesitate to pick her. Yeah, the, the the problem with Angela is she's very inconsistent. She's fifteen and twelve overall. Yeah. Lost like whenever a fight goes to the cards, you can't trust she's gonna win it because she loses the majority of her decisions. She's usually in situations where she can just overwhelm the opponent. You know, outstrike with the pace. Then, yeah, with know, pace. Yep. Yeah, with a quick with a with a quick pace. But it just never consistently gets the job done. So I don't know. If she can stay on her feet, if she can stay on her feet, I, I think she beats Dern. I don't think Dern got that yeah, that great of striking. You know what I mean? I, I she got to work on her yeah, striking. Yeah, I was about to say like she could she could win a fight like this, but like in terms of you know the title and shit, nah. But yeah, she beat Dern just because. Dern is all jujitsu. She's basically a Gracie. She has no wrestling, no setup for the takedowns at all. She either she pretty much either gets a sweep inside of a clinch, or she pulls guard like she's a jujitsu girl. And that's the only way she can really get a win here because yeah, like you said, her her striking is dog shit. So well, we've seen uh, it in the last Hill fight. Is, her last fight it was exposed versus uh, Jan. Uh, Jan. Uh, right. The one who uh and you, and you know and you know what sucks about Angela Hill is that she the only way for her to win is if it's a boring controlled fight she's outstriking the girl like the only way she can get keeps it, it on the feet keeps gets, it on the feet well not well not just that but like she has to hit her with something that really hurts her and if she does hurt her Hill's gonna be surprised by that because if not Hill's just gonna have a controlling victory where she just outstrikes Dern and everybody else is asleep bored because of it. So yeah. I, I don't have, and the fact that that's five rounds is going to be a drag for a lot of people. Yeah. I agree. I don't know, you know, I'm I glad the fucking Haney Lomachenko car is on during that main event. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. Thank, thank God. God. Thank God. Is there any other fights on that card that you see that you like? I, I see about two or three and that's it. I don't see. Maybe, what do you think yeah, about Buckley? A couple, like, yeah, I, I mean, Johnson. And Johnson and Buckley. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, those are the only two fights I like on the card, too. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, Michael Johnson, I can see getting a win because he's always... I know, love always Michael Johnson. Fight, always a dog. Yep. Yeah, he, he's a live dog, man. And you know what? I I want to see him in BKFC if his UFC run ever ends. I, I agree. Oh, run. yeah, with his jab and shit and the way, how fast he is. Oh, absolutely. You put him, put him in the lightweight Ooh. division, put him against like Eddie Alvarez, that's wow. a banger. Put him against fucking Luis Palomino, that's a banger. You know what I mean? You put him up against really anybody there. Put him up against Soto, who just won a light the lightweight main event for B. By the way, we got a bare knuckle card Friday, funny enough. Oh, we do. Um, oh, we do. We do. Last, 
Yeah, Houston Alexander, the guy who fought Kimbo. But, oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. That's so right. Like, yeah, take Tony Soto, put him in there with Michael Johnson. That's a banger. So Johnson and BKFC is a perfect fit. I'm going to pick him tomorrow because he's a live dog. Yeah, I'm picking him too. I would too. say the other end. And for Buckley, I'm glad he's changing weight classes. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Well, do you like him at 170? Do you like Buckley at 170? Yes. You do? I, I wanted him at 70 since the okay. beginning, to be honest. I felt he he looked, you know, like an action figure 85, but he was too slow and he was getting chinned way too much. At 70, way more of an action fighter. Way, he could put on some way more exciting fights and actually get a lot more wins. As more well. explosive. So more I explosive like at that weight. I I, I, I can see yes, that. Way, way more. Oh, yeah. Way, way more explosive, bro. Especially with his talent. You know what I mean? Like, he's way too talented to be getting knocked out like he is. So, I like the move personally. I'm excited to see him in his debut at 70. Yeah, I think I think that's... Um... I think that's a good move too. I I I just don't know if the power is going to transition, but it should. It should right. because the the way he don't look like a one yeah. one seventy or one eighty five guy. He looks like a fucking light heavyweight. If he was a little taller, he looked like a light it's so heavyweight. True, it's so true. Man, I can't I can't believe Fury was talking shit about fucking Joe Rogan. Like I seen them sit and talk for fucking three hours and shit. Like like uh. Why does everyone always give Joe Rogan a hard time, man? I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, I'll tell you why. Forms would try to quiet or keep quiet, and when he, you know, when he allowed a lot of these people in the door, you know, he ruffled a lot of fucking feathers, and it's just like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just envy. A lot of people hate the fact that he was able to build something, basically from, you know, that was all him. He owned it. You know, it's like, it's like. You know, uh, in the grant with you, or the rush hour fight club with me. Yeah, you know, it, it, he 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 he's building it on his own and got it to a crazy level, and a lot of people are envious of that. And you know what I like about him? He admits when he's wrong. He admits when he's when he finds right. out that he's wrong about it. He goes, "I like to uh, say I'm sorry to everyone for the past couple of years. I thought I was right about this." Humility. We'll talk about this a couple weeks ago. I will, Humility. I will say though. I will say though. He the, the one thing he surprised me at is the fact that he's still doing commentary for the UFC as long as he has. Because if you think about it, you're the top podcast on Spotify and across all platforms. And all the all the businesses he owns? All the businesses he owns through that? Through right. the uh, podcast? Yeah, like uh, just, Athletic Greens, right, that's part of him? Own, right, just started his own comedy club. Right, so... That comedy like, club... I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. Right, so I'm, I'm surprised he still does it just because that's a lot on the plate. And plus, with that amount of money, you don't really have to do all that work. But for him... He well, he's such a fan, bro. He's such a fan of the yeah, sport. And yeah, he gets to go to the best pay-per-views in America. He doesn't want to go out of country right. no more. You know what I mean? And I think they got to set up and where he was, does 10... I think he does 10, 8 or 10 uh, pay-per-views a year, and that's it. Which ain't bad. You, you know, know what, what I mean? That was... And honestly, and honestly, that's smart because he's been with the company long enough to where it's like, save Joe Rogan just for the big pay-per-views in America. If you have big ones overseas, you just give the opportunity to somebody else. Yeah, and give it to Bisping, give it to all those other people. Yeah, you know, give it to Bisping, Sanko. Cruz, Sanko, yep. Cruz, absolutely. I think Sanko fucking does a better job than a lot of them. Honestly, a lot of the guys. The only person that the only person that shouldn't be on that desk is DZ. I'd rather Din Thomas be there, bro. Din Thomas I'd knows his Din shit. Thomas be there. DC, um, yes, I don't think DC should be there. I think DC should be up at the top with that guy that he plays games with. Uh, 
you know, the guy, the guy from ABC or whatever the fuck ESPN, the the blonde hair guy. Yeah, that, one of the fucking hosts. Yeah. Yeah, he should be up there as a host because he's a biased. Uh, by, I think they have him in there for wrestling, but Dom Cruz, uh, even though he's a little biased, uh, I think right. he's better at breaking down wrestling because he's, he's a little bit more a, fair. He's definitely biased. Like, he's biased too. Yeah, like he's him, biased too. Gotta, yeah, for him, you gotta like watch what cards you put him on. Like for example, yeah. if he's commentating this weekend. I agree. He's going to be basically eating Angela Hill's pussy for the whole fight, you know? Everything Angela Hill does is you got be it. spectacular. You got it. And it, she, she, listen, Angela Hill could be getting her ass kicked, and Cruz will find a way to twist it to where Angela's winning, and it's like, no. Yep. You know very, what? Very biased. Angela Hill has looked good in her past... Uh, her past three fights, uh, what was she on, a three-fight winning streak? I, I'm pretty sure it's three. A uh, two-fight two winning streak. And you know what? She never gets knocked the fuck out. She's got knocked out one, two, three, four times. Four times. And not not uh, in, in Invicta, too. Not in the UFC. In the UFC, only, um, only one time. One time knocked out in the UFC. She's fought a lot of fucking good fucking women fighters. Mixed martial artists, I mean. There's no easy fights in her in her uh, on her fucking uh, record here. I just thought she's looked good her past couple fights. I thought she's looked good. Like you said, pillow hands. I've said that about her pillow hands, but she can throw technical punches and all that shit. If she can keep a pace on, like you said, she'll usually win fights. But if uh, someone takes her down, it's uh, almost like it's a wrap. It's almost a wrap. Absolutely, man. And I'll tell you what, it's like a fight like that. I'm gonna pick Angela Hill, but it's gonna be it's gonna be five rounds of nothing, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, let... the, the only fi the only finish I see is coming from Dern because she don't want to go into five rounds. Hill will go five rounds if she has to. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Mackenzie Dern. That's is that Van Shipman's favorite uh favorite lady. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, that's we'll have Van Shipman Pryor back in the animal room, the funniest motherfucker in that fucking room. He he's so fucking funny, man. He's so yeah, fucking he's funny. Gonna, he's gonna be helping us get through that because, bro, bro, five rounds of that fight is gonna be the only thing worse than that Holly Holm main event coming up. I think in July is gonna be probably tomorrow's fight. But uh, actually, no, I think tomorrow's fight might be a little more competitive. Holly Holm is gonna control her way to victory because that Silva woman shouldn't be in there with her. But at least, yeah, tomorrow's not gonna be one of the best main events, but it'll be better than that at least. Yeah, uh, Shab. Uh, Shab Shabazian, uh, he's like a front runner. If he doesn't do good in the first round, um, you know, he gets tired in the second and third round. He starts to fucking fade really quick. I noticed that about him, you know what I mean? And that's, I like Hernandez in that fight. But, uh, yeah, there's a few good fights on this card that, you know, we always say these are shit cards, these are shit cards. They're probably going to be a shit card. Every time we say that, it ends up being pretty fucking good. So, we'll see. It does. We'll see what I happens. It does. The only thing, you know, that would be better is if the fights had more meaning. But like you said, You're the, right. the one thing we can count on is that we're going to be... But but yeah, like you said, the one thing we can count on is we'll be entertained before Haney Lomachenko starts the league. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so, and BKFC tomorrow? Where is BKFC tomorrow, uh, Jay? 
so tomorrow it's in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, Omaha, Omaha Nebraska, Nebraska, huh? This one. Yeah, they was in South Carolina mm. last week. They're in South. They're in Nebraska this week, and actually, Nebraska uh-huh. is where Houston Alexander is currently living at, which is, I think, one of the reasons they got him for the main event. And you know who else lives there? there Crawford lives there. Fucking uh, Anthony Smith That's lives true. there. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a couple imagine, good fights. Imagine if Crawford pulls up to the bare knuckle fight tomorrow. I bet you, like, be, yeah, he should. He should. They should. Uh, the the promoter should say, hey, Crawford, will you come to the show just, uh, you know, because we're building momentum with a guy like you there right. that's really good with his hands, elite. You know, come in here agree, and uh, talk to some of these, you know, you bare have, knuckle fighters. You have him there. Oh, yeah, you have him there. Like you said, if Anthony Smith is in town, got to have him through. But I, I agree on 100%. Got to have that guy through. You got to have Terrence Crawford in the building. And you know what? It's a pretty damn good card, too, because there's about, like, uh, Dakota Cochran's on that card. That Taylor Starling girl that quit in her title fight, tomorrow is her return. She quit against Christine. Oh, that's Christine, right. who just beat up Beck Rollins. That's right. Um, remember, remember, Tay Starling was the hyped-up OnlyFans girl. Yep. And she was yep. doing the interviews with everybody, and then she she quit during the title fight. She That's got right. up in the first round and quit. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. She quit in front of everybody, bro. And now she's coming out from the shadows to return tomorrow. Quitting is not, not an option, people. Pain is temporary. Pride is it's forever. Not. So just take your licks. If you, if you lose, you lose. And then uh, usually you learn from those losses right. and you get better. And you elevate, but I uh, what, bro. yeah, I what, bro. Tay, Tay better, yeah, man, she better get back on her shit starting tomorrow. So it's like it's it's not a bad car, man. No, and I think uh, Anderson Brito and some dude named Brito that I know is a good BKFC fighter is also on there. Brito is, is excellent. So I'll tell you, most of them are, are pretty fucking good, there. Jay. We get Early great fights. There. Yeah, we yeah. get great fights on those BKFC and then cards. Alexander? Oh, Alexander, and they're continuing. Ooh. Yeah, and then he sounds in. So, like, four names tomorrow. So, it's not bad. No. Not a bad card, actually. Uh, BKFC you know what? Like, is, like, is extreme violence. They're, they're gaining steam, man. I'm telling you. Like, I've, it, and by the way, I should say, uh, Friday morning Muay Thai is also returning to Fight Club tomorrow. I'll yeah, I was telling about. people yesterday I was going to go to fucking, uh, go to uh, Rush Hour MMA or... Go to Rush Hour Fight Club. Either Fight or, Club. you'll find it. Absolutely. Either or, you'll find it, and you'll yeah. see us there at 8.30 in the morning, a.m., East Coast, it, time zone. Right. And I'm glad you said that, because YouTube, when you first change the name over, it'll recognize the old name for a little bit, but then yeah. change it over to Fight Club eventually. So, yeah, either way, they'll find it, like you said. Um, yeah, bro, we're, we're going to be back with it next week. We're back with it tomorrow. And then uh, at night, we're going to do BKFC, so it's going to be a pretty good day. Luckily, there's no midday card to, to break up the schedule this time, so I'm able to do the, the, the Muay Thai properly. And then, of course, Saturday, uh, we're going to do the UFC and, of course, Haney and Lomachenko. Now, we're going to start at 4 p.m. Eastern time. That's when the UFC starts. And the last time I checked... Now I need to do. Now let me make sure. I, let me make sure I get my time right. I believe the Haney Lomachenko pay per view. I believe the pay per view is at ten o'clock. But hold on, let me get. I'll check it too. Well, yeah, both of us can check. Yep, we'll both check. Let's see. So what time is it? Let's see. So that is the day. 
Uh, yep. Start time 10 p.m. Eastern time. So. Oh, oh that's smart. The, uh, that's smart. Finally, yeah, fucking uh, boxing is way past uh, UFC, like at least a little, a couple hours away from. You know what I mean? Where you're gonna be able right. to see the main card and not have to worry about watching both. I think that just fucking hurts both of the fucking uh, promotion. Even though they both don't get hurt, they sell out no matter what or whatever the fuck. They're they're always gonna make money. Yeah, but like, why try to compete against no, each right, other? Though. Why compete against each other? Right, exactly. This one lines up because literally right as I'd say the UFC main event is like, I'd say either halfway done or close to ending, Haney Lomachenko starts right after that. So if anything, bro, like right after the final fight, boom. Like we're going to be entering right into boxing with no interruptions or nothing. I mean, it'll be enough to where we could all take like a bathroom break for a minute. And yeah. And be back, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So... And I, and I like and I like that I could fit it all on the one show as well. That's my favorite. I like that too, but folks. Tomorrow is going to be big. Hey, I appreciate you having me on, my brother. Dude, you don't have to appreciate it. You're you're part of this, bro. You're part of this, bro. So Thursdays, whenever you can do it on Thursdays, it's good because then when you miss savaging picks, you're not really missing because you're you're here on Thursdays. Right. So. And plus, you, you already know you're in the Fight Club boxing division, obviously. Oh, Fight yeah. Club, so, hey, you know. Absolutely. That, yeah, that's why, that's why we do the show right here. But I'll do MMA, anyway, too. I'll, and I'll give you guys some. <laughs> that's true, my I brother, will, dude. True. And, I you know, will. I mean, hey, you're you're in the savage section of the Fight Club, for sure. You're the president there. Amen, brother. But, amen. Just did, no doubt about that. But, yeah, folks, so my picks for tomorrow, I'll, I'm going to give you UFC, boxing, MBKFC, uh, for for Muay Thai, I'm enjoying it because we're still learning about who everybody is. Oh, but I love Muay Thai. UFC, I got the UFC card right there, bro. Uh, I got the card right there, the so UFC card, real quick. If I you, was only gonna give. Well, we're actually. You want to go to? Already, you want to go to the main it. card? Just the main card. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's right do there. the fights that we talked about. Like for All example, right. Michael Johnson. I'm picking Johnson over Ferreira. I got Johnson second like round KO. What do you here. What do you, you like that too? Like second round? Say, yeah, I, I was going to say first round. First round? round? At the latest, I like that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we both got Johnson by KO. Okay, Fiala uh, over us, Buckley, Buckley? I like. Buckley? Buckley, I got by KO. I'm uh, going to go, you said round three. I'm going to go round three as well. And, I'm, and I really like Buckley here because new weight class, you know, not carrying as much muscle. More speed. Way better cardio. More speed, too. Yes, and plus you more speed and he's already explosive so when you're explosive very explosive that's going to help you do it for exactly he'll be able to do it for longer now very so explosive luckily definitely to win by knockout uh, uh hey loopy i like loopy yeah, in this one i'm gonna go i like loopy man ducati i've seen fight unfortunately and it's it's an eyesore bro it's an eyesore <laughs> It's an eyesore. It is, man. It's an eyesore. Luffy gonna get that. And then we got this co-main event, Shabazzian versus Hernandez. I like Hernandez. I you think know, it, I think Hernandez is gonna outlast him and submit him. I do too. And you know what's sad, man? I, I thought Ronda Rousey and Edmund Tverdian would do a lot better job with Ed, with Edmund's career, but they I thought so it, too. They, they fumbled it pretty bad. They 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 rushed him too quickly against opponents that he was overmatched by. Who do you think? Uh, uh, who do you think the the fighter was that they fucked up with? Like who they put him in there with that was um where they fucked up? Because you know I think oh. you're right about that. I I, I agree with you. Up? 
Yeah, like, who do you think... Excellent question. I'm going to look right now. I'm going to look at his fights right now, because I have them right in front of me. Let me see. Oh, I could... Yeah, I could tell you exactly where he fucked. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. You're a historian. You know. Uh, Chris Bird. It's funny. After after he beat Tavares, he... After he beat Brunson. He had two... He had not one, but two cancel fights with Brunson. He should have, after the second cancel fight, they should have looked for a different opponent. That's where they fucked up. And he lost to Jax Hermanson, yeah, he, too. Did he, yeah, man, he got finished. He got he got decision by Hermanson. It was a it was a full-on steamrolling. Imaval destroyed him in the second round. Second uh, round. Lungabula was a bum. He was just a big muscled-up punching bag. So I don't give that win much credit. But the one where they uh, fucked up was Brunson. Yeah. After, after the second cancellation with Brunson, they should have found somebody else for him at that point. So I agree with you. They, that's that's where they fucked up, man. They fucked up after Brad Tavares. That man Brunson after they failed to make it twice. Right, right after Tavares. And if you notice, they failed to make that fight twice. They should have just kept it that way. Is Brunson uh Brunson Brunson's up. fighting uh on a a few cards coming up, right? Isn't he fighting uh, uh pretty soon? I think who he is. is. Uh, I think he is. is. I think he is. Oh, okay, okay. I, I don't know if it's on one of the pay-per-views or uh, one of the fight nights, but I think he's fighting pretty soon. I could have swore I seen him fucking uh, fighting soon. Oh, by the way, breaking news real quick. Oh, now go ahead, brother. Screen. Go ahead, brother. After Ryan Garcia was ditched by Goose, he has a brand new trainer in Derrick James. Oh, shit. He went at... Yeah. Gar- hey, look, you know you know the story with Goose, bro. Goose was oh, like, okay, shit. you know Diego Corrales. Yeah, of course. You know him. Yeah, he's Corrales was Diego a savage Corrales, back in the so, days. Right, so him, so when Goose realized he didn't have that same spirit, he split from him. But this is a good pickup in Derrick James. Derrick James is a quality, quality trainer. Right? Definitely a quality that trainer. That shit just came out. And that's what Garcia needs because Absolutely. he's got the hot, he's got the balls. Uh, I give Garcia a lot of credit. He did not lose. He lost the fight. He was definitely out, out skilled or whatever. He had the heart to get back up and fight six more rounds. And he called that fight. He wanted that fight. He got that fight. And uh, listen, you got to give the credit uh, to the kid for fucking fighting the best fucking guy at fucking that weight class. I mean, Tank Davis is a problem for anybody. And uh, like uh, Garcia should never hold his head down ever. If anything, he should get better. It's like Canelo when he fought Mayweather. That should catapult him to an elite status. It should. It should. And with that new with that new trainer there, with that new trainer there, I think that just might happen. I really uh I think you're uh that that is good news for him. That is good news for him. So, I agree, bro, I agree, but uh yeah, man. So uh well, those two I uh uh I'll probably go I'll probably go, Co- let's see, Cozy over Urbina sounds right. I'm going to go Nascimento over Latifi. I'll, this was kind of a toss-up, but I'll go for the Chinese dude. Um, and let's see, where's the main, uh, yeah. Oh, what do you want me to go, main? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. where the fuck was I? Yeah, Dur. Oh, Chase Super. Chase Super. Oh, yeah, Chase Super. Oh, God, he needs to prove himself. Uh, oh, Vanessa's gonna beat up the the the, the uh, poor Carolina woman. Yeah, I, I like the Greek. I like Vanessa too. I like Vanessa too. Yeah, I like her as well. Uh, and I think the main event's what you're looking for. Yeah, what the fuck? 
the fuck was I doing? Oh, here we go. So uh, I got I got hell on the decision. Oh. I just think I know Same that's here. probably unlikely to happen, but no, that's actually the most likely to happen because if Dern doesn't get like a trip or pull guard at any point in this fight, she's gonna lose by decision. Or she hasn't uh, yeah, brought up her striking at all. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, it could be a rough night for Mackenzie Dern. All. Absolutely. It doesn't matter uh, if you going get over to boxing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, going and going over to boxing real quick so yep. I can get my picks yep. in. Yep. Uh, let's see for top rank. What the I'm gonna give. I'm gonna go ahead and get my top three on the ones that you put up there. Yeah, there's three uh, great there fights here, game. people. Uh, here's the first. Three great fights. So. Uh, WBO World Super every... Flyweight Title at uh, 115 pounds, 12 rounds. Yes, sir. Everybody, I suggest you, if there's a fight outside of Haney Lomachenko, I suggest watch. I think this one might be it. I see Juntel actually knocking out Maloney here. I, not even a knockout, maybe a TKO. I think it's going to be a very, it's going to be a fun fight to watch. Uh, Juntel's got some heavy, he's got heavy hands. He does got he heavy hands. The boxing skill. He's got the boxing skill, but yeah, man, them heavy hands are going to land flush on Maloney, and it's going to it's gonna shut him down. So I, I, I can see a decision by Gentile because Maloney's tough, but I won't be surprised if we see a TKO, like, late in the fight. Like, and he's right. actually fought American fight. He's actually fought American boxers, this kid. So, and the, and the title's That's vacant. True. So it's going to be exciting because it's a vacant title. So they're going to both come Absolutely. in swinging, you know what I mean? Uh, this this next fight, uh, Oscar Valdez versus Adam Lopez, number two. This first fight was pretty fucking good, actually. It was. And you know what? I think Valdez is going to come in here mad because he lost his last fight. You know, he had a, I agree. He had a good effort against Steve, he had a good effort against Stevenson. But you both know, of them. Stevenson, you know yeah, I mean? Stevenson's right, elite. Absolutely. Elite. Elite. Yeah, he's... Right, he's he's way ahead of these two, but Valdez is gonna come in pissed off after losing during that recent streak of his. I think he comes out angry. I think we see, uh, I think we see us a KOTKO here as well. I'm gonna I say agree. about the same round as you. I agree with Absolutely. that. Absolutely, I think he's he's gonna come out mad, bro. He's gonna come out swinging. He was saying that yesterday at uh, when they were talking to him. They, they, I don't give a fuck what the fuck my opponent's fucking saying. I'm going in there to fucking hurt him. And I, I believe him. Absolutely. I believe like him. That. Now, this fight right here, Absolutely. Devin Haney for a young guy. He's a class act. I love his uh, spirituality. I love it all. I think he's a class act. For him to beat Loma would uh, would solidify him as an elite boxer. And I really believe he is an elite boxer. I just think to beat Lomachenko, it has to be your night. It really has to be your night. You have to... Check every. You have to cross every T and dot every I. And you cannot leave anything out. Like you, you just you gotta fight the perfect fight to beat this guy. I agree. You gotta fight the perfect fight to beat him. And you know what? I think that's exactly what's gonna happen here. That's why I got round uh, eleven, well, bro. No, I don't. Leave... Yeah, that's true. I I have Lomachenko winning. I should have said, even though Haney is gonna fight the perfect fight, I think what's gonna happen here is. Lomachenko is going to frustrate him. Lateral I movement. This will be the first time. I think this will be the first time we see Haney kind of visibly frustrated a bit. Either footwork, or it's going to happen, or or it's going to happen to Loma. But I think Loma's the better technician, so I think Haney's going to be the one frustrated a bit. It's going to be very interesting though, because very interesting. These two, these two not only don't like each other, but these two want to come out and make a statement. 
they can make a statement uh, by getting a finish, then they're going to go for it. I agree. And they're both father-son uh, trained. You know what I mean? Both fathers train their sons. You know what I mean? So absolutely. we'll see. They're we'll both father. Absolutely, man. Father and son trained indeed, bro. And uh, what I think is going to be very interesting to see in this one is who's going to be the first to break. That's what we're going to have to find out. Who's I've never seen Loma break. Gonna break. I've never seen Loma break, people. I've never... I've never seen Haney or Loma. No, nope, neither one of them. Neither one of but, them. But that's going to be the question. Who's And whoever's the first one to break, that's who's going to lose the fight. So it's going to be very interesting. I'm going to I'm gonna pick Lomachenko, and I'm going to say round 11, KOTKO. Yeah, that's what I got myself. And I if, if Haney can keep him at the end of his jab and keep him there, it's easier said right. than done, but he does have the reach. He does have probably one of the nicest jabs in boxing, in all boxing, heavyweight, middleweight, lightweights. Uh, he's probably got one of the best jabs in boxing out of, out of everybody. So, uh, uh, Haney can definitely win this fight. Loma can win this fight, too. So, like you said, it's, gonna, it's a very intriguing fight and maybe one of the best boxing matches of the year. Yeah, so far. I agree with that 100 yeah, in terms of just straight-up boxing, 100%. Curiosity factor, all of it. You know what I mean? And Tank, Right. Tank and Garcia put on a great banger. Yeah, that was a good left, fight. I think this one's going to bring it to another level. Yeah, this one is going to bring it to another level, man. I agree, And uh, a couple, a few bonus ones before I get out of here. I'm yep. going to say, I think Tay, Tay Starling is going to lose. She already quit before, so I think she's going to lose. These are bare knuckle. Don't worry about that. Oh, okay, bare knuckle. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah. Tay, Tay Starling will lose. I'm gonna say, uh, oh, Jimmy Rivera, former UFC fighters. Oh, that's right. That's right. That. So I'm gonna say Tay Starling loses. That's Jimmy Rivera is gonna win his return fight. I like that. Dakota Cochran's gonna win in this fight. Brito's gonna win in his, and then in the main event, my fifth pick, I'm gonna say Houston Alexander is gonna knock out uh, Jeremy, who's also. Uh, who is Jeremy Smith, who's also a uh, knockout artist like he is. 3-0 and over is 3-1. Houston is 3-0 and in bare knuckle at cruiserweight, by the way. Cruiserweight. So if he were to win this fight, he could get a cruiserweight title shot. And I believe the champion is Hector Lombard, but I could be wrong. I'm not sure who cruiserweight champion is. Right what, what's Perry, what's Perry uh, champ? What was Perry? A lightweight champ? Middleweight? Perry. Oh, no. Perry's not champ yet. Oh, he's not he champ? Had, I thought he was a champ. I want to say... No, not yet. He has like a belt that he. Created. He has an interim belt or something, right? That's right. All right. No, no, it's like a not, belt that he had created, like a. Oh, he created. That belt that's right. Thing. That's right. Now I remember. Yeah, now he I remember. created his own little thing, but um, I think he's like at cruiserweight as well. So cruiserweight. Really, you yep. know the winner. The winner of this fight could end up facing Mike Perry. They're in the same weight class. So. Ooh. Shit. Houston Alexander, Mike Perry. That'd that, be that's insane, bro. That would be insane. That's, that's a that's a old school that that's a old school brawler versus a new school brawler right there. Old that's, school versus new school. That's uh that that might be the uh BKFC fucking uh cruiserweight fight of the fucking uh, promotion if that happens, you know I what I mean? It, man. That's a that's a main event, bro. They should put that in a and you know what? Uh, bare knuckle, by the way, was just legalized in the state of Georgia. So nice. I believe they're gonna ATL. Yeah, so I think Atlanta is gonna be getting a future event. If Atlanta wants to start an event with a bang, you book Houston and fucking Perry in the main event Ooh. and just let them shed blood. 
Just let them shed blood. It's perfect. Georgia would love fucking BKFC. I'll tell you, like live Absolutely. there. I mean, I, I, like, live I like that. I, I like that states in the in America are starting to legalize bare knuckle. I do too. You know, starting to. And it's funny because even um, I believe bare knuckle has already done cards in like New York. And yeah. Like uh, in some other in some other parts of the East Coast. They Canada, dabbled. Maryland, they dabbled. Or, or they dabbled. Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Ohio, I Ohio, think they. Ohio, yeah, they've gone to Ohio. They haven't been in Massachusetts. Ohio, I don't think they've been in Massachusetts, right? No, they haven't been in Massachusetts. I don't think. Yeah, not. Yeah, not. not but yet. I think they they'll probably allow it. They haven't been in Maryland. They might allow it. Yeah, because they 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 had one in New York, so I know yeah. they have it in New York. They let it in New York. They'll let it in Baltimore. They'll let it in Boston. Absolutely. That's yeah, the Northeast. Absolutely. Even even DC will welcome it. We welcome the UFC, so we, we may as well open the door for everybody. Okay. Damn fucking straight. But man. Uh, I, I'm telling you guys, man, this weekend is going to be a fun weekend. Remember, everybody, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. 8:30 a.m. Eastern Time. Absolutely. Rush Hour Fight Club. Also known, hey, Rush Hour MMA if you can't find us, but you will find us because I tested the search engine. You'll see Rush Hour Fight Club and Rush Hour MMA. So, Rush Hour Fight Club tomorrow Don't morning. Don't miss it. For one. Yes, Muay Thai Fridays, and then of course, 8.30, well, 8 o'clock at night for BKFC number 43, and then of course, uh, Saturday, starting at 4 p.m. Eastern Time for UFC Vegas 73, and then Haney Lomachenko literally right after the main event is when wow. the main card starts, so it's going to be a wow. long day and a fun day, as well as a fun weekend, but folks... Thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm glad I got ride with the animals. Thank, Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me. Oh, dude. Brother. You're, 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 you're part of the show, brother. You're part of the fucking Thursday thing. And you always have a seat here, brother. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you for coming on, brother. And making time out of your day. No doubt, man. Um, no I just doubt. like, I, I love shoot. I love fucking talking fights to you because we just had that fucking, um, it's, it's not only chemistry. We both have passion for fucking fights. And it's, uh... You know, uh, that's what it's all about, people. It's just passionate fight fans. You don't have to know everything. You could be a casual and still be a fucking great fight fan. Right. Like, you don't have to be ashamed of being a casual. Exactly. Just learn. That's all. And you'll love it. You'll love it more exactly. and more and more exactly. and more. You know what I mean? We all started somewhere, yeah, you know? You hang out with us, you'll have a fuck a lot better time. Yeah. You'll have a lot better time. Exactly. You'll have a better time. A lot better. Go, we gotta, I look forward to being back next week. Yeah, man, next week we got to break down. We, we have to talk about the aftermath of Handy Lomachenko next week. Yeah, of course, definitely. We get into, yeah, and then get into everything else. So, hey, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you too, brother. See everybody else tomorrow. No I, doubt. I appreciate hey, you too, brother. Rush Hour. Rush Hour Make Fight sure Club. Yes, sir. Rush Hour Fight Club. Make sure you sub to Into Granite as well, 617. Amen. The man is putting in the work. He's putting out the content. So, hey, make sure you give the man a sub. So, I'm your appreciation. Thank you. And folks, I will see you all tomorrow. You will. For all the fights this weekend. I'll and be there. So then, animals, I'll see y'all. I'll, I'll be there, in the, I'll I'll be there in the morning, brother. Have a good afternoon, brother. Peace, Jay. Jay, as usual, thanks for joining me, brother, on Thursdays. Uh, man of his word, you know says let's do this on Thursdays we do it on Thursdays uh, it works all good uh, Pulse good to see you in there Rizzo always good to see you guys in there we have a good camaraderie like these are all spillovers from Rush Hour MMA we all uh, we're all friends over there and uh, you know we have a good fucking solid uh, group of fucking men I think we have like one or two women over there that drop in once in a great while and that's it 
You know what I mean? Because I don't think any woman wants to hear some of the shit. Uh, not that Jay says that uh, people write in the chat. It's not even like it's a male chauvinist fucking animal room or a savage room. It's not like that at all. It's just, I don't know uh, any woman that's going to listen to some of the shit we fucking uh, type. Even myself. Like, I'm not trying to be no perfect fucking... Uh, Whatever. I'm definitely far from fucking perfect when it comes to fucking typing fucking answers and all that shit. But, uh, yeah, we have fun over there. And, uh, you know what, you know what else is good? You know you're sitting over there and you know you're watching fights with at least 100 people. And not only that, you're supporting Jay and basically supporting each other because that's what we all do. We all support each other. And, uh, Pulse, keep working on your documentaries and stuff, brother, because, uh, I'll tell you, Paul, sometimes I go into wormholes and I watch five-hour documentaries at a time. Like, no bullshit. And I have no problem doing it. Like, I love going into wormholes. And I don't mean like wormholes in a real wormhole in the ground. I mean go deep into some, you know, subject or history. I love history, you know what I mean? Uh, and I love fucking old boxing fights. Like, I... I do these mini documentaries on fighters that I like, but that's not even a fraction of the fighters I like. Like, usually UFC fights, I usually like both fighters. So it's hard to pick with your heart and not your smarts when you like both guys or, or both women, you know what I mean? The elite of the elite. And you, you will always find good woman fights in MMA in the top fives. Anything from 5 to 15... Not like the men. Like uh, 15 to 10, it's like a kind of level. There's a level there. And then leveling up is going 10 to 5. And then 5 to 1, those are three different levels. You know what I mean? Anyone that knows anything about uh, mixed martial arts will know that. You know what I mean? It's like that in Bellator. Uh, Bellator, it's probably the top 10. It's... I would say there's two, um, the t 10 to 5 and 5 to 1. And uh, I hate to say it, uh, I don't hate to say it. I hate to, like, uh, ruin people's um, uh, dreams over there in BKFC. But Usman fucking uh, Namagamedov, uh, the cousins of Khabib, they strike better than Islam and Khabib put together. They kick. They fucking throw punches better than both of them. And that's not an insult to Khabib or Islam. And they can wrestle anytime they need to wrestle. They can wrestle. But they're more into like Muay Thai and mixed martial arts and Bruce Lee shit. But they always got that wrestling. And uh, look at who they train with every day. I mean, they're running up fucking hills and doing all calisthenics. And that's what you need for fighting people. Like, uh, if you go on my uh, uh, videos uh, during the week, I put a sweatshirt on. It was like uh, 78 degrees or 80 degrees, whatever. It was warm, but there was a cool little breeze. I put on that fucking sweatshirt because I want to sweat. Like, people don't realize. I'm not trying to fucking show off of muscles. and I know that's what people think. No, that's not it at all. I'm pouring sweat. I leave that fucking sweatshirt on for two hours. Uh except for the days I'm in the gym. Once I start sweating, after I stretch, run, 
and then I go for the full body workout. After the first set of uh, the full body workout, I'll uh, take off my sweatshirt and put it in my gym bag, and I'll walk around there with a t-shirt because uh, everyone's trying to walk around like fucking big bodybuilders, and then you got younger kids and younger people that, you got people that ain't in great shape, but uh, at least are giving it an effort, you know what I mean? And it's funny, like uh, New Year's Eve, people, I said this to Pulse, uh, I salute the Pulse and respect the Pulse for sticking with uh, training, because I know it's not easy, bro. And um, our bitch voices in the back of our heads, it's like, oh, I worked out three days this week, that's good enough for this week. Yeah, it probably is, but you want to get that fourth and fifth and sixth day, whatever you like. Like, everyone likes a little different thing. Some people could uh, train. When I was trained to get big uh, and strong, I would train every other day. Or two days on, one day off. Then I was doing split routines, like chest in the morning, a push in the morning, and a pull at night. Or I'd do, you know, chest and triceps, you know, chest in the morning, triceps at night. And then I realized it was a push and a pull was better. You know what I mean? But... Lifting weights, um, you know, to get big, that's what you need. You need to lift heavy. You need to lift light and go up heavier. And the heaviest in uh, form is everything. If you're doing it completely wrong, you're not really gonna. You're not gonna develop your muscles the way you want to develop them. You don't need steroids to to get to gain really uh, big mass and to gain strength. Pyramid sets uh, sets. Pyramids uh, sets. Arnold Schwarzenegger's encyclopedia. I used to read all the fucking muscle magazines with Dorian Yates, Arnold Lou Ferrigno, um, all the guys. Um, Jesus Christ, there's so many of them. Uh, Lee Haney won Mr. Olympia uh, nine times. Or I think he tied Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, eight in a row. I think he did. Dorian, uh, uh, Lee Haney. Lee Haney definitely won seven or eight of them. Um, and there's some fucking savages, but pyramid sets is when you start out with your lightest set, you go up a little heavier for your second sets. It's four sets, okay? Four sets of each exercise. And then you go, your third set will be the heaviest you're going to go. You just want to make sure you do perfect, uh, perfect technique, everything perfectly. Don't worry about impressing people because they started out fucking lightweights too. You know what I mean? Uh, no one goes in there and just fucking bench presses fucking 225, 30 times, 40 times. But I have seen, even myself, but I've already, I was already doing 225, 30 times. So there were certain times where I went to places like college for political reasons and union reasons. I go to these places where, you know, fucking the only county bit I ever got. Uh, I could only do fucking... Uh, calisthenics, pull-ups, push-ups, dips, and running up and down stairs and shadow boxing. But I, I came right out, went to the gym and 225, 30 fucking, 35 times. So people that don't think push-ups, pull-ups, pull-ups are one of the hottest fucking things you'll ever fucking do in your life for an exercise. Dips are very good. Push-ups, pushing the earth. That's why I call pushing the earth. Um, it's, it's very simple. It's just train hard. Eat healthy, rest, repeat. It's very, very simple. Those four things. It's not really, really hard. 
But you will feel some days like you don't want to work out. And those are the days you have your best fucking workouts. And, um, you know, uh, soft times make soft people, right? Hard times make hard fucking uh, hard people. You know what I mean? Did you people see Biden uh, get impeached? Was I just seeing some fucking hack fucking show or something? Uh, it was CNN something. I think it was CNN. It was one of those fucking... I don't watch it on TV because I refuse to watch anything that is all fucking bad news. You know what I mean? I don't want to start my day off like that. And I don't want to look at those idiots fucking... They can't even call the weather right with all the fucking technology they have. It's just like incompetence fucking one-on-one all the time. Um, yeah, I seen fucking Biden early this morning. Uh, I seen a live feed of this lady. Um, I don't watch TV no more. I don't watch four, five, seven, none of that shit. Cable, got rid of cable, just grabbed all smart TVs and uh, 60 and 80 inch fucking smart TVs. My wife bought four of them and uh, put all the other TVs down the fucking cellar and uh, just grab apps that once because we realize, Jesus Christ, you know, for a landline and fucking cable, which we fucking never watch, um, I'm always watching YouTube, Spotify. I'm always watching uh, tech, how to learn tech, how to learn uh, audio interfaces. I'm learning uh, how to produce now. Even though I learned a little bit about Pro Tools and learned the uh, production, uh, I learned how to produce through my producer on my first two albums. Now I'm producing my third album. This is my second time doing my third album because I had to come off all those pain meds right when I was starting my third album. Uh, like a year later, I, I started coming off all the pain meds. That was off for 17 plus years. And uh, my emotions were so fucking, you know, up and down all over the fucking place I just uh, there's no way I, I could have wrote an album then you know what I mean but now that I'm writing songs now when I'm making beats and I don't have to go to five or ten beats to find one that I like that's the thing with rap people uh, or I could play bass really well and I could play guitar you know average I could play you know some songs that people would be shocked that I could play you know what I mean but uh I could probably play bass a little bit better because I, I've been playing guitar probably longer than bass, obviously a lot longer than bass, but uh, something about bass I just like. I just like bass. Bass, how low can you go? Death row, what a brother knows. And uh, hey, let's say a prayer for all the people out there that, that, that are in death row, that are innocent, because we all know that... Um, <laughs> We all know that district attorneys and not just district attorneys, lawyers, defense lawyers, uh, judges, uh, usually the most non-biased people, uh, they can, you know, uh, be evil like, like there's bad cops, like there's bad, um, there's bad everybody, you know what I mean? Don't shit on, like, you know, everybody because there's only a small percentage. There's, like, a very small percentage of racist people in America. It's probably, like, 0.001% or it's, like, 1% of America is racist. And I, I got to say this, and it's not to hurt anyone's feelings. It's a lot of 
old-fashioned people that are just stuck in their fucking ways. And then they send it down to the younger generation. And that younger generation believes that shit. That's on them. Because I know there's shitbags of my color. I know there's plenty of shitbags of my color. Most pedophiles are fucking white, Caucasian. So, figure that one out. So anyone that says it about immigrants too, right? Immigrants, we're all fucking immigrants. You know I was born in America? My ancestors were immigrants. And Italians, Sicilians, and Irish that came over here, they got spit on and were called WAPs. And I'm not trying to compare it to uh, black Americans at all. But you got to remember, black Americans sold, black Africans sold uh, their own people. You know what I mean? So it was both evils doing it to the slaves. You know what I mean? And uh, even the Asians, uh, the Chinese that came over and helped us with the railroads too, uh, they got fucking basically treated like slaves. You know what I mean? Uh, and uh, Irish were called mix. Uh, Italians were called wops. And did they go crying to the government and complaining? No. They all put in their own money together and they built their own churches and they fucking, they cut their fucking lawns and they cut their bushes and made sure their fucking yards were fucking clean because, you know, we have fucking pride where we come from. You know what I mean? Like, where we come from, people, all of us, doesn't matter where you are from in America, where your ancestors are from, they're all savages. To grow up in those times, and just have a picture of America and hear that you could be free over there. And, you know, I I agree with any black American. I don't like saying African-American. I like saying black American because blacks are just as much as American as whites that were born here. Just as much as blacks that were born here. And just as much as Asians and Latinos that were born here. And Middle Eastern people and... You know, that's what makes America so good. It's a melting pot, right? But it's a cultural, um, it's the best country in the world. And I, I don't think we should have to fight no more and argue, like, like you know, fight wars no more. I really don't think it, it should, I think we should be fighting fucking asteroids and fucking, uh, and fucking uh, earthquakes and fucking, Everyone come together and do mushrooms together and DMT or fucking go smoke the toad and and die a fucking ego death because that's what I'm doing this year. I've been saying I'm going to do it for a couple years, but I haven't been ready to do it. And uh, I think I'm going to do it. Rizzo uh, knows a place down in Florida, but they don't charge. They don't charge. Uh, shamans would slap you in the face if you tried to pay them for that... Uh, uh, ancient medicine. So, the people that are charging, it's not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. If you know you you can't hook up with no shamans or anything like that, which you can. Uh, but if you could go somewhere and pay for it, and uh, you know it's legit, um, I would highly recommend that to people that are dealing with uh, depression, dealing with suicidal thoughts, uh, dealing with. Uh, uh, you know, seeing horrific shit in war and um, uh, police officers that see horrific shit all the time, EMTs, firefighters, um, 
Even the shit, you know, me comfortable in chaos. Fucking my first 25, 28 years of my life. Like, uh, I can't wait to go smoke the toad and fucking uh, not wait a half an hour to start tripping and, you know, just blast right off immediately. And it's only 20 minutes and you see all the bad shit you're doing and you're going for a ride. So you might as well just accept it. You know what I mean? And uh, I bet you if all these world leaders would do shrooms, Instead of putting a bunch of booze, 10 guys or 25 guys or 25 women or 25 guys in a room with alcohol, uh, there's going to be some fights. I guarantee it. Liquid courage, right? Or you have um, 10, 25 guys and women in a, in a room with, with sticky bud. They're all going to be telling jokes and laughing. You put, uh, you know, uh, our world leaders, right? In a big room, like the United Nations, and everyone gets a fucking eighth or a quarter ounce of fucking mushrooms. And I guarantee everyone will be fucking uh, laughing and hugging each other. And they'll come out of it feeling like, damn, there's a lot more to this world than we think. It's like these old people that are stuck in their ways, you know what I mean? It's just, they're so stubborn. I see it with my mother since I was young. I see it in myself, my 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 uh, my biological father. I see it with him. I hear it with him. I mean, um, you know, I see it with a lot of people, and you know, just just as much me too. I'm very stubborn to it myself, uh, but I do agree to disagree. There's a difference, you know. I'm, I'm not gonna argue with someone over shit that I know that's I lived. You know what I mean? When I say I've been there, done that, and some, well, I've been that been there, done that, and some. And uh, it's not to brag, it's not to be conceited, it's not, it's just, I'm convinced I know what I've seen in my life, and I know I've cheated death at least a fucking hundred or a thousand times. I can't even keep count. I've uh, stared death in the eyes, and I had a fun time fucking doing it. And it's kind of weird, because when you're not scared to fucking die, a coward dies a thousand deaths. I just wish uh, we didn't have to have wars no more. You know what I mean? That's not that I'm, uh, I'd be the first one to fucking sign up. Sign me the fuck up. You know what I mean? Give me an AR-15. I'll bring my own 45s and 44s, but I'd like to get some from the military so I can bring those home with me too. Couple grenades. Give me a fucking, a fearless leader and a smart leader, a smart lieutenant or a fucking smart captain or a smart fucking sergeant. And uh, let's go. Let's fucking go. But uh, let's hope there's never wars ever again, people. Because I have friends over in Russia. I have friends over in fucking Ukraine. I have friends in China. Uh, I, I love a lot of my Chinese friends here in America. I love uh, my Russian friends here in America. I love Ukrainians here in America. Uh, you know, I, I love everyone in America. I love people. I just think uh, good people are good people. And I love... Uh, Seeing the underdogs uh, beat the odds, you know what I mean? I, I beat a lot of odds in my life, and uh, and I love to prove people wrong every fucking day. I love to prove people wrong. While people are sitting there hating, like Michael Jordan said, and I just heard this quote that he said uh, recently. I, I probably heard it in the 90s, and I just never paid, paid attention to it. Uh, I collect a lot of quotes because so many quotes are so true. But... Uh, Jordan always says, I've never met a hater that's doing better than me. 
And you know what? He's so fucking right. You know, because you're willing to fucking put the work in, right? And you're willing to not have things scripted and not, you know, fucking try to be an actor and try to look all pretty for the fucking camera and all that shit. I'm not trying to do that. I definitely ain't trying to do that. I definitely don't want to do that. And I definitely won't do that. Peace. Uh, peace, Post. Uh, Rizzo, get in touch with me during the week, brother. Uh, or this weekend. Or whatever. Tomorrow or uh, Saturday. Get in touch with me, brother. Uh, FaceTime me on uh, on uh, Discord and we'll talk, brother. I, I want to talk to you about some things, but uh, you might be interested in, brother. Um, I hope you're still doing good. You look great. Last time I seen you, brother. I'm proud of you too, brother. You uh, and Pulse. I'm proud of Jay uh, for the work he puts in. I'm proud of Ken uh, fishing like a savage. Uh, Ken's a fucking savage too. And all the other great guys, Kiwi. We got so many good fucking people in this fucking uh, community. And uh, let's keep it this way. Let's keep growing. Idaho, all these good people we have. Savage Inc. picks tomorrow. Idaho, you want to come in? You want to come in tomorrow and do Savage Inc. picks? You're always welcome. Pulse, Kiwi are always welcome. Kiwi always got a seat here. All you guys always got a seat here. You guys want to come in and make your picks? Uh, the more people, the better. That gives people that are watching, that watch after, they, they, they hear two, three, four, five. I can fit 10 people on here. So they have two, three, four, five people's fucking, you know, uh, what they're speaking about on the fights, it might make them think twice, you know what I mean? And it might make them win money, you know what I mean? So, uh, all I know is if you're, if you're going through the, I, I would say like every 30 days or every quarter, every three months, uh, or every year, if you're on top, uh, if you're up money at the end of the year, that's how professional gamblers do it. That's how they do it. They want to see if they're up by every three months or every six months or every year. It's play the long game. Play chess, not checkers. You know what I mean? When it comes to gambling. At the end of the year, you want to be up. So if you're up at the end of the year, um, be careful with gambling, people. All right, be careful with it. Uh, I just started like three, four weeks ago, not even. Five, $10 fucking bets on like three or four uh, picks that I really like a lot. And um, last week, I took the guy that fought Roly. He should have won that fucking fight. That was one of the most blatant fucking corruption I've ever seen in my life in boxing. Um, like blatant fucking corruption. You know what I mean? Usually they try to hide it. You know what I mean? Um, horrible call. I should have won like fucking five fucking grand last fucker with a $20 pick or a $10, but whatever the fuck it was. And then that fucking uh, no decision or whatever, no contest, whatever the fuck it was in the UFC, that fucked up my parlay. I would have won like fucking $800 on that fucking one for a fucking $10 pick. So yeah, if I got, if I, if I, uh, it's, it's like I'm making these picks for Savage Inc. picks and I'm always, uh, at the end of the year, I'm always gonna, I'm up like 200 and, um, I got like 225 wins more than losses, and July will be two years since I started doing Tapology. Shout out to Tapology. Shout out to uh, Green Mountain Fucking Coffee. Shout out to Adidas Originals. Uh, 
shut out the uh, uh, body armor, the superior hydration. This is people people that are trying to build a business online or anything like that. Um, this is not just uh, all fun and games for me. This is business too, uh, which you guys will see this month. You'll see when I level up again another notch. I'll, I keep leveling up another notch, another notch, another notch. I just try to get better, zero, 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 zero point one percent better every time I do this. And uh, it's not always the case, you know what I mean? Sometimes I might just forget. Um, I'm never going to be politically correct. I'm never going to be trying to impress nobody. I'm just going to speak my mind. I'm going to be real because that's the way I am in real life. What you see on this screen is exactly what you're going to get in real life. So, no Hollywood here. This ain't Hollywood. This is fucking real, raw, fucking non-scripted, brutally honest. No fanboy shit. No fan man shit. Uh... I'm not going to be shocked if I see a fucking mixed martial arts that I fucking respect, uh, you know, 120%. Uh, Tyson Fury, uh, I respect you as a boxer, and I had your back during Wilder. I knew you were going to be Wilder because I just knew, you know, your fundamentals are so much better than uh, all the heavyweights. I knew this. Uh, I think Usyk is the only one that could come close to you with fundamentally sound-wise, and you move like a fucking middleweight, and you're almost seven feet tall. And uh, Wilder has gotten a lot better. I mean, he was, what, 39-0? and 40-0 with 39 knockouts? I mean, won a bronze medal with less than 10 fucking amateur fights in the Olympics. I mean, all for his daughter. I mean, you cannot not respect that man. I do not like the excuses, uh, Wilder. I don't think I don't even think you like the excuses, Wilder. I'm sure you would say the same thing. But see, I'm not scared like Radio Raheem. And I'm not just saying this. Trust me. I'm definitely not scared of a right hand. I can slip a right hand. I can box myself. I spot all the best Golden Glove champs in the fucking uh, boxing gyms. I was trained by the fucking best trainers around here. And I was fighting street fights way before boxing. So, you know what I mean? I've been doing this... A lot longer than you, actually. A lot longer than you. So it's like any any fight, like Tyson Fury. You're not the best man on the planet, dude. John Jones is the best man on the planet. John Jones would fucking hurt you really fucking bad. So Fury, get that out of your fucking head. You're the baddest man in boxing. Yeah, you're the best man on the planet with your hands when it comes to leg kick, head kick knockouts and shit. Fucking... Spinning back kicks to the fucking liver, fucking oblique kicks, fucking calf kicks. We can't even stand your fucking legs no more. I mean, it's not about ignoring pain, it's nerve endings. It's, uh. <laughs> it used to be the baddest man on the planet, it used to be the heavyweight champ in boxing. But since elite mixed martial arts, how it keeps evolving, 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 and people are so much better at it, uh, every. Five, three, five, ten years. I would, to be safe, I'd say every decade, every ten years, things always change. Like the 70s were different from the 80s. The 80s were kind of like the 90s, just a little bit more violent. The 90s were a little bit more violent than the 80s, even though the 80s were very violent. I don't think it's near as violent today as it was in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. I don't care what anyone says out there. I think, uh, you know, it's pretty sad out there today. People are scared to fucking death. Stop being fucking scared. 
face your fucking fears because you're gonna find all those fears there's actually nothing to be scared of you know what i mean so yeah and this with uh share the screen with the track i had on at the beginning i'm gonna put it back on oops no i'm not gonna put it back on but i will put on another song real quick one of my songs uh even though YouTube has been very good to me. I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna re react into uh, epic fucking albums coming up uh, this month. I got a channel that's gonna go over epic albums, the whole album I'm gonna listen to and uh, introduce people to real fucking music that still stands the test of time to this day. And I don't think too many people can say that about their music. I really don't. And that's no shitting on any uh, any artists these days. It has nothing to do with that. It's just the truth. All these songs you see me going through, people hear those for the first time. I'm not talking about my music. I'm talking about music I listen to. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a whole different story. All right, let me see. Uh... We'll go with, yeah, we'll go, yeah, we'll go with Cowboy Itis. <laughs> 